Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Michelle Bader. I'm here with my friend and co-host Mark Massaro. How are you, Mark? I am, should I give you the real version? I am super beat up and tired and exhausted, but still smiling. That is good. Who beat you up? Well, (laughs) (laughs) my safe. I I sold a safe to a friend of mine and empty, it is 700 pounds. Whoa. Whoa. It was the, it took every ounce of ingenuity we had between the both of us to figure out how to load this thing into his van. It was so heavy. Wow. I am exhausted. My shoulder hurts. My back I hurts. can imagine. Like it That's... was just, oh my gosh, it was a wrestling match. It's cool though. I've known this guy 30 years. So longer oh, than you've nice. been alive. That's right. I'm 29. Yes. Longer than you've birthday. been alive. <laughs> So um, it was cool seeing him. I haven't seen him in a while. And this will be, you know, probably the last time I see him before I move. Um, But man, I am just exhausted. It was so tiring and difficult. We had to like strap two by fours to it and build like a lever system to like hoist it into his van. And I remember it was like the best feeling when we got it in. I was like, well, it's on you now. Good luck. (laughs) How did you get it into the house? Uh, I had, I paid $500 for what they call white glove service where the guys <laughs> deliver it into your house. 500. Yeah. Wow. Once they, I wasn't going to pay, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll bring it in the house. Then they throw it's 700 pounds empty. And I'm like, okay, yeah, never mind. you guys can bring it in. <laughs> yeah. So two big old dudes and you know, me and my friend, we're not, uh, we're not very big guys. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm reasonably strong for my size. Yes. Um, but it's still, oh my gosh, it was so tiring. It was, we had a dolly and it was still like, I've moved refrigerators and I used to mm-hmm. do furniture and all kinds of stuff. So, um, I'm used to heavy things. This was like next level. This was, mm-hmm. oh my imagine. gosh, it was scary. It was so heavy. It was scary to like yeah, be dollying it around. And uh-huh. just, I kept getting visuals of it, like tipping back and falling on me. <laughs> like, oh no. Yeah, it was horrible. So yeah, it was it was a huge relief to get it out. Uh, I've been I've had it on my mind for like a month. But anyways, that's enough about my save. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) But wait, how's the rest of moving going? Like you're getting on the home stretch. Like what's left? I you know I have uh, a guy coming to buy my pool table uh, on Monday. Uh, Somebody buying my kitchen table on Sunday. Somebody also buying my washer and dryer on Monday. Um, Because I found out the house I'm moving to is not a gas dryer. Uh, hookup it's electric so I have to buy a new washer and dryer um so yeah but I have I mean most everything's packed it's just little odds and ends here and there and things that I can't um you know because I'm so far ahead right now I don't want to like take the tvs off the wall yet for example because I still use them um and I I get like ahead of myself sometimes and Mm -hmm. Like there's already been so many things that my kids are like, Hey, where's this? I'm like, Oh, I packed that like a month ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, And I saw a picture of your totally organized garage with like everything all labeled and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Whoa, like when I packed, it did not look like that, but good job. I'm I'm pretty obsessive. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I I just like when my mind is set on something, I just, I can't stop moving forward on it until it's done. Yeah, it's good in a lot of things. Um, it's I'm sure it's, you know, compulsory in a lot of ways, but it it really um, gives me a strong attention to detail. Yeah, um, it made me a great husband <laughs> because yeah. I would, like obsess <laughs> over, you know, making sure that my wife was happy. And like if she wasn't it, I would like help her figure it out until she was. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's good for some things, but it's 
probably not good for certain things. I don't know why I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I think it's a good trait. It's a really good trait. I mean, it's like I can open up any drawer in my toolbox and I could tell you if anything is missing and what should be wow. in that spot right there. And I, I remember working on a, I was helping my friend work on his car and I was like, Hey, where are your sockets? I needed like a 10 millimeter mm-hmm. socket, which is any guy who's listening probably thinks that's funny. Cause like, there's always a 10 millimeter socket that you need anyways. Oh, um, so he's all top drawer and I open up his drawers and it's literally just piles of sockets. They're not organized. They're not in any <laughs> kind of order. And it just bothered my brain so much. I'm just sitting there pulling out every socket, looking at it. And I, after like 20 minutes, I'm like, there's not even a 10 millimeter in here. And he's like, Oh, check the next drawer down. So I open it up and it's another whole drawer full of just sockets that he just threw in there. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So anyways, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit obsessive about being organized. No, that's um, a good thing. Luke it, was like that too is. with his tools. Oh yeah, he knew where everything was and this drove him crazy. So in our old house, <laughs> the utensil drawer, you know, it's supposed to be divided and the little divider things. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I don't have time for that. We would just throw everything in there and my kids do the dishes. We just throw it in there after he died. Then I was like, oh, I should probably now everything's organized, but it drove him crazy. He's like, I give up. I give oh, up. yeah, I bet. Because <laughs> it was like everything mixed. And I was like, it's not a big deal. That's just how we do it in our house. <laughs> now it would even drive me crazy. But he was super or like someone with like your organizing mind. Think about that. Wouldn't that drive yeah. you crazy? Oh, it would bother me. Like I used to always tease Lacey that she loaded the dishwasher wrong. Oh. And I'm like, no, like put all the forks in this one, put all the spoons oh, in no, this one, just... put all the knives in this one. Cause then when you pull it out and they're done, you just grab it and put them away where they go. You grab the whole stack, put it away where they well, that's go. That's a great idea. But I'm also a little <laughs> obsessive. Like I also have all my forks going like the same direction oh. in the little thing, all the spoons stacked nice and neat. Um, so yeah, it's <laughs> kind of ridiculous. I would obviously tease her. I didn't care. Right. Um, I let her do, you know, the kitchen was her domain. I let her run it however she wanted, but yeah. I'm like, I don't care. You keep the food coming. You can do whatever you want. Uh-huh. Um, you know, obviously I didn't expect her to cook for me. I'm just teasing, but uh-huh. um, yeah, it was no, really. I didn't. I always tell her like, <laughs> I'll, I'll fend for myself. I'll have a bowl of cereal. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so yes ridiculously organized what were we talking about <laughs> i don't know oh i just said i saw your yeah your garage oh yes sure yes you posted of that and yeah it was pretty amazing thank you mm-hmm. i even showed it to Haley, and she was like whoa and she's like <laughs> you can see him in the mirror in his pajamas did you know that <laughs> no <laughs> i go yeah you can or or i showed her one of them no she showed me look she's like he's in his pajamas in the mirror <laughs> oh Go uh, look at it. I have to really look closely at that. <laughs> it's uh, not a bad thing. Okay, good. It was I won't just say any more about that. Like, you know, it was just like a picture. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna find it right now. It's not okay. a big deal. Oh yeah, I, I also have Facebook with I mean, my account. I'm looking look it quick. up for you because <laughs> I did not know that. That's so okay, funny. Zoom in there behind the blue boxes under the Church of Iron picture or I mean thing you have on your wall. I made that sign, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's right. Do you see it? Do you see it? Oh, I'm yes. showing you like you can't see it. Oh, that's so funny. He's in pajamas. <laughs> Tell her it was at like 10 o'clock at night. It doesn't matter. It was just an observation because <laughs> we were looking at all the boxes and she's like, oh, there he is in his pajamas taking a picture. <laughs> Uh, in all fairness, I probably wore those pajamas all day that day. <laughs> exactly. You're packing. Anyways, it's not a bad thing. I'm no, I, it was just funny. Was just I was like, wait, what? 
I'm sure I thought you would know yourself, but you'd have to like zoom in and anyway. No, yeah, I didn't look that close. I just uh, had accomplished a lot that day. Yes. So anyways, anyway. I'm sure everybody's been thrilled listening to this super exciting stuff that we've been talking about. I know. Good well, times. I, I haven't talked about what I've been doing. Lately. Yeah, what have you so, been up to? We had a really big social night last night for my kids. So since covid and since like luke was sick all the time you know my kids haven't been as social as far as like having people over when he was sick like for years they didn't have anybody over and we had a smaller house at the time not as like good for guests and um anyways so last night so peyton had like the first time since he was little or besides cousins and stuff he had a sleepover for his 14th birthday he had five guys come over so there were six of them and um that was super fun he was like nervous they were going to show up because that happened when he was like little the kids didn't show up so everybody showed up Mm. that was great we had you know pizza and like i got all these junk food and they played xbox and they were just nice where's my invite i want to play xbox and eat pizza i know right and (laughs) even better i got an ice cream cake from dairy queen it was amazing yes so good there's still some in the freezer i might have some again it was really good um anyways that was great and then Hayden had his first date so i know he'd be so embarrassed but he never listens to my podcast so whatever um (laughs) so they went and got milkshakes at this like super expensive milkshake place um and they went ended up going to chick-fil-a and they facetimed me because i was texting him and she was like you need to answer mom i love this girl because she said that she was like hey um let's facetime her so i got to meet her and then she was like um, I got him to try Chick-fil-A sauce and my kids are just like me. They don't, they don't need any sauces or anything. And I was like, nice job. And she's like, apparently he's never eaten hamburger. And I'm like, I have tried, you can try. So she's getting to try new foods. I'm like, good job. So. Wow. Yeah. Now she just needs to work on vegetables. I It'll know, be the complete right? picture. Yes. yes. Reference our, la- our two episodes ago. I don't know. Whatever. We talked about it in the last two. Let's talk about it again. I'm still eating vegetables, but are you the one I couldn't do green beans? I just couldn't do it. But have you and, tried with garlic and salt? Uh, that's how I do my spinach, but okay. I, yeah, yes, I cooked it all in the same thing. And I just was oh, okay. like, I just can't do this. And then the other day, so I'm trying lots of things. What was it? Broccoli with cheese mm. sauce and you just put it in the microwave. Mm, I didn't love it, but I could eat like the tops of it. And then I didn't like it. I gave it to Bentley, our dog. He loved it. He ate it. Oh all. man. How did that? Well, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. He goes outside, goes to the bathroom. There was no issues. Okay. Inside at least. So, Maybe it's just because my dogs are small dogs and your dog's a big dog. Yeah. But any, well, that's not necessary <laughs> to talk about. It's um, not good, but, right? So let, let me just go back to that broccoli. If you spray it with oil and put salt on it and put it in the oven and Ooh, bake it they better. actually get really good they're like crispy oh i like they're, that they're better. really good also you can do that with kale and make like kale oh, I have chips done that. that is good and I've it's good that. yeah yes so that and i tried like um oh cauliflower uh crust pizza so good mm-hmm. you can't even tell it's not so where'd you go biology uh no i bought it it's like oh, in the okay. frozen section. So like in the natural frozen section. So good. It's called call a power. I bought two more of them. Really oh, good. nice. And then I tried cauliflower and mashed potatoes. Mm, not so great, but I ate a little bit of them. You know what though? Things. You're trying new things. That's I am awesome. trying like, I'm like, Joel, no one's ever got me to do this. And he's never been like, you need to do this. It's just watching how he eats. And like, I'm trying to yeah. be healthier. So, and he looks like he's in pretty good shape. You know, in very good shape, and so. that sure helps. 
you yes. know, eating your vegetables and stuff. Yes. Yes. So anyways, yeah. So it's been a, a great weekend and I had a little grief moment when I came home and Hayden was like getting ready for his date and he had the shirt that was like totally wrinkled. I'm like, Hey, you know, let me iron that. He's like, do we have an iron? I said, I think so. Let me try to find it. <laughs> I mean, we moved like almost a year ago and I wasn't sure. So I had to find it. I did find it. Don't have an ironing board though. So I had to do it on the table, but mm. he was like, Whoa, that looks way better. I'm like, yeah, it's ironing. So anyways, as I'm ironing, I'm thinking like, I didn't really iron a lot for Luke, but I think there was a few times, <laughs> but I'm thinking about Luke, like ironing and like, Oh, that's kind of sad. And then I'm just like, I wish that he was here for this moment to like give him advice before his first date so yeah I tried but he probably would have listened better to his dad so it was and I talked about it I said I wish your dad was here for this and he said yeah me too you know like we just talked about it for a minute it was a really quick grief moment and you know then moving forward and it was fine but um it was a little bit of a grief moment and oh Haley also had a friend over last night which was fun so it's just been like really social around here and the girl is over right now so they're gonna watch a movie or hang out and I think he's going to make her a pizza. <laughs> I'm like, there's Papa Murphy's if you get hungry. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of cool. So anyways, you know, I used to do the, uh, not only my own ironing, but I used to, Lacey used to ask me to iron her clothes. That's awesome. I'd like iron her dresses and stuff. Wow. <laughs> I'm pro. Yeah. So all you ladies out there, he's a pro ironer. Just to I can it. make sharpest, <laughs> the sharpest creases. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can take that to the bank. Yep. Boom. I used to starch my shirts before. <laughs> you know what is funny? So when I was waiting tables, mm-hmm. um, I actually enjoyed ironing. And so, you know, we got tips, right? And yeah. so I had a lot of ones and fives look like I was a stripper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just pulling wads of money out from every pocket. But I used to iron my money with starch and Seriously? see how like you know, I'd make, oh the, I'd make old dollars look like brand new. Yeah. Mm. Because it was annoying to me when I would try to deposit them into the bank. Oh, yeah. And they wouldn't like go in and they'd reject a bunch of the bills and stuff like that. And um, so, yeah, I started ironing my money. That's an awesome fact I didn't know or our listeners. So that's great. Yes. And that's actually probably one of those moments where being obsessive is not good. It was probably really annoying for Lacey to come in and be like, what are you doing? I'm like, what? I'm ironing my money. Isn't that what everybody does? (laughs) No, they don't. (laughs) That's awesome, though. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. So, all right. Getting to our topic. Unless you have more on that. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Oh, hey, that's a great segue. Today, our topic is called moving forward, not moving on. Ooh. This is a good topic. This is a good topic. So this is actually, to tell the truth, inspired by a little TED talk we saw. Mm -hmm. Someone sent to me that I sent to you, and I think it had the same title, and it was awesome. It was just like this light bulb clicking, like this is, we're not moving on, we're moving forward. Like if you just like change that verbiage, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's not like I'm moving on from Luke, and you're not moving on from Lacey. They're always going to be part of us, but we are moving forward. So what does this mean to you? moving forward, not moving on. Um, well, like what you said for starters, <laughs> but I think it's, um, I think it's important to note the difference mm. uh, between moving on versus moving forward. Cause you know, people will say that to you unknowingly or, you know, like, oh, it's time to move on or whatever. Mm. But like yeah. that has certain implications that are not like what we feel inside because right. moving on implies that like I'm forgetting her. 
Exactly. And it's not like that. It's just moving forward with my life because these are the, this is the hand I've been dealt. This is the circumstances I've been given and I don't want to stay stuck. So I have to go somewhere Mm -hmm. and I want to go forward, but moving on implies that like, I'm just pretending that she wasn't like the most important, important part of my life. Um, And so I, I, when I saw that, I was just like, yeah, that makes so much sense. Like I want to phrase it that way from now on that I'm moving forward. Um, Because really, when you think about it, if somebody says I'm moving forward, it really seems different than I'm moving on now. It does. Yeah. Because if someone tells me, you know, if I tell somebody like, oh, I'm moving on from Lacey to me, I don't Mm. know what it is, but that just sounds like, I don't like it either. Like I'm just forgetting about that part of my life. I feel like that might be said in a kind of situation where um, perhaps somebody got divorced on bad terms or something. Mm. And they said, I'm moving on from her. Mm. Um, You know, that's like, I'm leaving that behind me. Yeah. But that's not how it was for Lacey and I or you and Luke. It's we're moving forward because we're given this hand and we're dealing with it in the best way that we know how, and we're moving forward, but I'm always um, acknowledging that very important chapter of my life. Um, And, you know, it's kind of like, you don't really move on from being a teenager, you move forward from being a teenager. Um, And you'll experience when you get into your 30s. Oh, yeah, um, when I get there, (laughs) at some point. What I'm talking about, you know, that you'll also be moving forward from your 20s, Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, because it happened. It was part Mm -hmm. of our lives. You know, Lacey was the most important part of my life. She was 17 years of my life that I will never forget. It has always influenced me, impacted me, changed me, made me a better person Mm -hmm. for having been with her. And um, I just I never want to forget that. And so I'm not moving on. I'm moving forward. How about you? What do you think? Yeah, I I want to talk about this in relationship to dating, um, because I think that's a really important place to talk about this, that, for example, if I'm dating Joel, I'm not moving on from Luke. It's not like I moved on from Luke to Joel. I am moving forward with Joel, with Joel understanding that Luke is still part of me and like where I've been and he's still part of my life as far as there's pictures we talk about him and that I'm not leaving him behind I think what you're saying there's a huge difference between divorce and death like mm-hmm. especially if it's a bad divorce right so mm-hmm. that person is moving on from that like bye-bye see you later but we're not like that like we didn't end badly we're we're moving forward with our lives because that's the natural progression. And I think it's really important. There's so many, like I get so many people reaching out to me about dating and how do you not feel guilty and blah, blah, blah. It's so important to know that moving forward and maybe phrasing it that way can help people. Like you're not moving on from your, your late spouse. You're moving forward mm-hmm. just to know that you don't need to feel guilty. Like that's the, like one of my biggest messages to widows right now and widowers is like, you deserve to be happy again. That does not move. I think this is a thing that stops a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They feel guilty. Like if I date another person, I am moving on, but just change it in your head. Like I am moving forward with my late spouse, like in my heart and memories and all the things. 
and I'm moving forward to another relationship and not moving on. I think that's going to help a lot of people. It's like, I think so too. And it doesn't even have to be not that it's not a perfect application of it, but it also doesn't even have to be about dating. Maybe there's a lot of people that we not, maybe we know there's a lot of people that listen to us that are, you know, just a couple months out and they're definitely like not even thinking about dating, but it's okay to move forward and smile again. It's okay to move forward and laugh again. This is all okay. This is, it doesn't mean, but I remember that feeling. I, I remember thinking like, uh, what are people going to think if they see me laughing or they hear me telling a yes. joke? Oh my um, goodness. Like, yes. are people going to think that I didn't love her or that I'm, that I'm not sad. And mm-hmm. um, I really liked the video you made about mm. um, where you, you had the your crying. makeup. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I honestly, when I first started watching it, I thought you were having gr- like a grief moment <laughs> and not that, you know, right? you know, whatever. I mean, it was what it was, but like, that was just my initial thought. And then you were like, no, like, this isn't where we're supposed to be. Like, why do, why do other people get to dictate what's okay and what's not okay for us? Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to tell jokes. I wanted to laugh. I wanted to feel normal again. Mm-hmm. And I would just encourage anybody who's in those beginning, you know, it doesn't mean you're always going to want to laugh. It doesn't mean you're always going to want to smile. But when you do, just do it and mm-hmm. like laugh at the joke. It's okay. I remember mm-hmm. being at a friend's house, eating dinner with them. Like they invited me over for dinner and it was like, a, I think it was like a couple days after Lacey passed. I remember it was very soon after, because um, if you remember my story, you'll know that I was taking care of Lacey and that um, it was around the clock and I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave the house. So I remember it was so soon after Lacey passed that uh, when they invited me to dinner, I was, I was like, thanks, but I, oh wait, mm. I can, Right. I can come over for dinner. And I remember sitting there and we were like watching a movie together. And I was like feeling guilty that, you know, my wife had just passed and yet I'm over here with friends and wanting to like have a good time. And, uh, I, I remember feeling like, why, why right. am I, why am I not allowed to like, I have Christ in my heart who right. fills my soul with joy. Right. And I think it's a beautiful testimony of Christ's love that I'm able to know with that much assurance of where Lacey is that I can smile. Mm-hmm. I can laugh and it's okay. But, you know, I, I feel like that could be applied to many things like making decisions on your own. Yeah buying things on your own, like deciding that you want to rearrange the house. Mm -hmm. Like you're moving forward. You're not moving on. You know, for me, getting rid of stuff was really important to me, but that wasn't moving on from her. It was moving forward. I had to move forward into the next chapter. So anyways. No, those are some really, really good points and other ways to apply it, that it is moving forward and not moving on. I think that's just like brilliant wording. Thanks for the TED talk. You know what? We'll put a link so you guys can watch this TED talk Mm -hmm. too, because it was really amazing. Someone who was a widow as well. Um, I really like love the verses I've talked about a million times, but the the verse about God turning my morning into dancing and like changing, um, you know, uh, giving us beauty for ashes, because there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with like stepping into that. Like we're moving forward. We're not moving on. And like, I know there are so many widows and widowers that feel guilty like you said not about just about dating but about laughing again about like going forward and like having joy and yes so this video I did I will put a link to it as well it was um, in response to somebody saying 
uh, you're dancing and on to actually their exact words were like pop lock and dropping on TikTok <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. You're emotionally damaged or something like that. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty strong. So it deserved a strong reaction. Yeah. And people ask me like, cause I react to a lot. I'm like, why do you even react? Well, number one, you get a lot of views. Let's just be honest. But number two, <laughs> I'm not lying. Number two, I know that it will help other widows and then you get the widows in there going back and forth like the widow against the person who said it like you just don't understand like it's and then hopefully the point is like to educate people that this don't treat a widow like this don't treat someone who's grieving like this let them be where they're at Mm -hmm. it's like and then somebody on my thing said yeah it's like if you don't date soon enough then they're like why aren't you dating and if you are you know they say it's too soon and the same thing with like why aren't you happy again why are you it's like what (laughs) you know you can't please everybody. Yeah. And you, you also, and it's it's very difficult for me, but I know the truth. I know it to be true is that you can't even, you can't even worry about pleasing anybody. Yeah. You've got enough on your shoulders to, to, to to not worry about having to please anybody. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I was dating, um, a girl for a while, a real nice girl. And, um, I remember feeling uncomfortable, like at church, like what were people thinking? Mm-hmm. And what does this person think? What does that person think? Oh, this person knew Lacey, but doesn't know me. And, you know, and so I just, I just remember like having all these insecurities and um, things that honestly probably weren't even true. Cause what's that saying? Um, you'd be surprised how little, little people. people think about you. Yeah. Wait, what is the saying? Um, people, something about people are minding their own business. They're too busy thinking about it. You know, they're too busy thinking about themselves. That's not the same, but yeah. Well, it's it was like basically you you'd be surprised to know. I'm looking or you wouldn't care what people think about you if you found out how little Little, they actually did or something like that. Yeah, that's good. Um, and that's true. You know, like I made things up in my head a lot, I'm sure. But um but I did feel vibes and I did have somebody reach out to me um at one point actually on my birthday and said, Wow, I can't believe you're dating somebody already. And wow. I was like, I'm, I'm, I don't even know the context in which you meant that because you know how text is. Yeah. I mean, it was a messenger message, but you know what I mean? Like, it just, shouldn't have been said. No, I was just like, and that's all it was. That's, that's all it, that was said. And, and I was like, I'm unfriending you. I'm not dealing with this. Good. You know, I was going to say, is it somebody you even talked to? Like, no, I had it was a, somebody I hadn't talked to in years. Similar, but they said something different. Um, but she hadn't, she didn't reach out when Luke died. And then something else she was in my business about. I'm like, what? Like you don't even get to have a say in my life. Like, yeah, it was just kind of crazy. So well, it's was- like, you know, somebody shared something with me one time that has really stuck with me is that like people always just want to have like the inside scoop. Yes. And, you know, it's like when somebody, if somebody feels like, like, for example, when Lacey died, mm-hmm. um, I had a lot of people messaging me, you know, a lot of condolences and things like that. Yeah. But I had some people that were reaching out that I hadn't talked to in forever like mm-hmm. I forgot we were even still friends on Facebook kind of a thing and they said oh my gosh what happened oh and it yeah. was like they just want the story it's yep. not because they care it's because they want the story mm-hmm. they want to hear the you know the the gossip I guess you'd say I don't know I get um, that on, on TikTok people are like what happened I'm like well you can go to my page and I have this thing pinned to the top that says my story <laughs> like, oh, literally, <laughs> literally says it but yeah it's just people want to know yeah. And it's, you know, but anyway, going back to the point that like, these are all things that we want to focus on 
you know, constantly moving forward in life yeah. and, yeah. and whatever it is. So like for, you know, I, I put a post on our Facebook page the other day. Um, I just felt really led by God that somebody needs prayers. Mm-hmm. And I sat on that page on that post for two hours mm, waiting awesome. for the prayer request to come in. And as they did, I, I sat there, I stared at my phone, read thoroughly. So I understood exactly what they were asking me to pray about. And I prayed specifically over those exact things. And then I would comment and let them know that I prayed. And some of the people that, some of the things they reached out and said, oh my goodness. I was like, wow, like just when you think you have it hard and you have it difficult, some people are going through even more intense stuff. And it made me just really, my heart just like poured out to them and what they were saying and stuff. But it reminded me that there are a lot of people that listen to us that are in the beginning Mm -hmm. that they're where you and I were when we first met and how lost and desperate for anything to cling to any kind of hope. And um, that just led me to want to say that each day, if you can do anything to be moving forward, you will find healing And it can Mm. be the smallest thing. Like you've mentioned, Michelle, getting out of bed. Yeah. It can be the smallest thing that as long as you know you're making some kind of progress every day, then it's inevitable that you're going to come to a place of, you know, some sort of healing. Because you and I both know that it is not the same as it was in the beginning. Oh, We've, (laughs) We've found a lot of healing. Yeah and a lot of joy again and stuff like that. And so anyways, I just, you know, I think it's important to remember that, you know, for you and I, uh, as we talk about this to remember and put ourselves in the positions that, yeah, some people just found us and they don't Mm -hmm. know that we've been doing this for a year or whatever it's been. Mm -hmm. Um, and that they're still in that, like crazy, crazy stage. And my heart just pours out because that was a dark and to be frank, just sucky time in life. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. I just had someone reach out to me on TikTok and said it, um, it was like 10 days, you know, since her husband passed away and will it ever get better? You know, just all the things and just like, she can't sleep her feel, she feels like her body's feeling. And I'm like, these are normal. Like this happens. Like anxiety is a part of grief, especially if you witness someone die and just like reaching out to her and talking to her about those things just reminded me like, wow, that's a horrible time period, yes. especially those first few months. So whenever someone is like the very beginning, I'm just like, it will get better. I promise. I know it doesn't feel like it right now, Yeah, but it will get better. Like I've said a million times, that's all I wanted to hear in the beginning. And that's why it's such a strong message that I try to get across is because it feels horrible in the beginning. Like yes. you can't even explain it. Like we can't even adequately give it words. And those listening that are widows and widowers, which is probably most of you, you get it. You mm-hmm. understand what it's like to go through those time periods. And yeah. And then I, I sometimes get people on my videos when I'm talking about dating Joel, like I have several today, like, I don't think it, I don't think I could ever do that. Like they're not ready, you know, and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to do with time period. Like, I don't think I could date ever anybody else. I'm like, you don't have to, but, mm-hmm. but just like, anyways, just going back to those beginning first few weeks like um I recently so I had a podcast before this you guys can look it up if you want it's called the peace cast where I actually go through the whole journey as it's happening with Luke 
I just let, um, I just told Joel about it. Cause he's like, I want to like, I want to hear what you like went through and like go through it each week. And like, it was so devastating. And so like, you know, listening to myself, mm-hmm. I do an episode called peace through peace through watching my husband die. And I did it 10 days after he died or something. Mm-hmm. And just hearing my voice, like didn't even, I was listening to it with Joel. I'm like, it doesn't even sound like me. Like it's so crazy how much healing has happened since then. I mean, I was so broken and I was talking about how I was on the floor crying every day, like literally on the floor crying, could barely get up. And just hearing my own voice at 10 days after he died was crazy. And just being so thankful for where I am today, but reminding me that there are still a lot of you out there who are in those new places and need the love and the care and need to know that it's going to get better. If that's you, on the floor crying every day. It doesn't matter if it's been a week, a month, a year. It doesn't matter if that's where you're at emotionally, it's going to get better. Like, I just want you to know that, you know? And like, I mean, I spent so much time on the floor crying and just like, hold me, Jesus. Like, I, I can't, I can't do this. I remember that, like, just meet me here. And he always did, you know? And that's the thing that I try to share with people. It didn't just magically get better by like some unknown power. Like, it was God, it was Jesus. It was crying out and him giving it us the, um, giving me the peace that passes all understanding. You can't even explain it. it would be like this peace come over when I was at my depths of despair and like, just this peace would come over me as I was praying and crying and I would be able to survive that day, you know, and then survive the next day. And it was like, you know, in the Bible, God talks about manna, like in the, for the Israelites, he give them just what they needed for that day. And that's where I was like, God, give me my manna. And when Luke was sick, I pray this all the time, give me my manna for today. Just like, help me get through today. And in the beginning, so the end of his life in the beginning of grief, I, that's all I could do was like today, help me to, I couldn't think about tomorrow. I couldn't even think about the next hour. Like, help me like get out of bed. Let me help me with my kids with grief. And how do I do this? And, mm-hmm. and then at the same time, you know, it's like, you're going through this, but there's so many decisions to make. Like, yes, you got the burial and this and that. And the, what do you want to do with this? And what do you want to do this? You got to close this cow, open this cow, blah, 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 and you're like, whoa. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's a crazy, crazy time. You know, I yeah, had, you're needing to find answers for things that you don't even know. Like how many death certificates do you want? And I'm like, oh my I gosh. don't know. Uh... Like, I don't What do I, what do, I don't know. What yeah. do people usually get? Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't even want to be thinking about stuff like this. Right. You know? Yes. Yeah. And thankfully I had a friend who was a widow before me who gave me a widow checklist and of like things to do. And one of them was, I think it said order 10 copies of the destiny page mm. and like that. It's like, so I had like advice beforehand. Um, but it's just like, you're faced with all of these decisions and you're just like, you're in shock. Like yeah. no matter how, as I told people, no matter how much you're prepared, that's what my hospice nurse would tell me, but I didn't get it. How much you're going to be prepared. Like you're, it's still going to be really hard, even yeah. though you're prepared watching the life leave from somebody and, you know, like they're there and then they're not there. Like, it's shocking. Like yeah. it's so shocking. And so, um, anyways, like, I'm sorry if you're in those first few months, like that's really like, if I could get down to like what my passion is with widows, it's reaching them in those first few months and like just getting them to know that it's going to get better. So if you're in that place, just know, I promise you it's going to get better. It's not going to feel like this forever. It won't be so overwhelming. You will always miss them. I've said this before. It's like an amputation, like in which Luke had an amputation. So it's easy for us to relate to this. Um, it's like that part of them 
part of you will be missing forever, but you learn to adapt. You learn how to live without them, but you'll still miss them. It'll mm-hmm. be like, you know, you'll be like, oh, I miss them today. Or like, I just told you that grief moment. There'll be things here or there, you know, that. Were- and it doesn't, it doesn't hurt as bad. No, though. it'll yeah, get to true. a point where it doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah. And yes, you miss them like crazy, but you don't miss them quite as much. I get no one. That's not the right way to say it. It's the, it doesn't hurt as much how much you miss them. That's true. Um, and I remember in those beginning phases, it was um, actually, I just responded to one of our listeners uh, who are friends on Facebook now, and she was posting how she's having a difficult time. And um, I just related so much and my heart just poured out to her with what she mm. was saying. Um, because she's like, it's a pain that you just can't describe and yeah, something to that true. effect. And I was like, it's so true. And I was like, the best way that I ever found to describe it is a desperation that this can't be my reality. Right. That's how it felt to me. Like, I just felt so desperate to just scream out like this can't be real. This right. can, this didn't right. happen. And, um, but you know, it did. And, but I remember the, and this was the advice I gave her and it was, the most profound thing for me was when I was in those deep, dark, desperate moments, I remember just choosing to focus on what my salvation means and meditate Mm, on it. I love that. And just really think about like what it means that I'm saved, what it means that I'm going to go to heaven and spend eternity with God, the father and, and be face to face with Jesus. Like, what does that really mean? And I had to focus on these are facts. This is a fact. Mm -hmm. God is real. Jesus is real. I'm going to heaven. I'm saved. I'm saved by grace through faith. And I just kept reciting these things to myself over and over. And it, it brought me joy. It brought my soul joy. And, um, I also told her that I said, um, you, you have to remember something to this effect. I'm not reading it, but something to this effect that like, you're not alone that. And I said, I'm not talking about other widows. I'm talking about Jesus. He understands mm. your pain deeper than anybody else possibly could. Right. And to just cry out to him. And that's what I would recommend for anybody in the beginning is to do what I did. It worked fantastically for me to just get in a deep meditative state over my salvation and the glory of it and really what that means. And, it, you know, it, for me, it worked really well. It would yeah. take me, it would take me out of this dark, desperate place and kind of gave me this mentality that like, this doesn't matter. Right. This doesn't matter in this, in the big picture, this doesn't matter. I will right. be okay. Yeah. And, that's um, a great tip. You know, so any hooser. Anywho, that's a great tip. I would say some things that helped me, like if I was in a funk would be like, um, getting out of the house, like whatever that means, whether it's like going on a walk, seeing a friend. Um, and that really helped me, you know, to try to see people (laughs) get out of the house and just see something different. And, you know, I do remember the first time going to a store, it was like less than a week after Luke died and just walking around in a daze, like, Mm -hmm my husband just died. None of theirs did, you know, just like this whole weird phase. And like, it was just, it's like the twilight zone. You cannot explain what those first few weeks are like. Like I remember in the first morning you wake up, oh my gosh, Mm. 
first morning mm-hmm. I woke up without him, me and Haley just laid in bed crying. And I mean, I think I had my sister-in-laws and my best friend, like lots of people there, but it was brutal, like so brutal to wake up and like he died yesterday morning. I just remember what a strange feeling that was. And so anyways, all that to say, you guys, when we keep going with life, we're not moving on from the one that we love. We are moving forward. And what do you think they would want you to do? They would want you to move forward. They would want you to be happy. I know that, you know, Luke would want me to continue moving on and not moving on, moving forward. I just said the wrong thing <laughs> after all this talk, you know what I'm saying? Moving forward and, and to keep living life. And um, I've actually commented on this when people at TikTok are like, you're too happy to be a widow. Like literally they've said these things <laughs> and you're, you know, you shouldn't dance and be a widow. I mean, there's so many crazy, wow. like literally. And I'm like, my husband loved this side of me, loved the goofy fun part. He would want me to continue being like this and continue giving my kids great experiences and being a fun mom and like all the stuff. He would want me to move forward and to continue to be joyful. And I'm more joyful than I was, at, you know, the last few years because I was watching my husband in pain and just weighed down with that. Like, I feel like a weight is lifted because I know he's not suffering anymore. Because that is such a weight as the caretaker and the person that loves them to watch them suffer. And so I feel like I am having more fun and everything. And it's not because, oh, my husband's gone now. I'm having, it's because he's not suffering. <laughs> like it yeah. reminds me of when like Luke and I were first married and he wasn't sick. And it's like way more joyful when you don't have to watch the person that you love suffer every day. And there's, there's nothing wrong with feeling like like not feeling guilt. You know what I mean? Like I, even if like what I'm saying, like I might be a little bit happier now than I actually was at the end of his life, but it was horrible at the end of his life. It was horrible Mm -hmm. for him and me and the kids. And so that's a weird thing to say that I'm happier now, but it's because he's not suffering. He's happier now too. (laughs) Yeah. Some people don't understand where we're coming from and we don't understand where they're coming from because a lot of people that listen to us um, sorry, I keep getting phone calls. Um, I, a lot of people listening to us that they had a sudden loss, yeah, an unexpected yep. loss. And so, you know, sure. Things are slightly different from that for them, uh, quite a bit different. Yes. Um, we don't know what it's like to boom, find out your spouse died and they right. don't know what it's like to watch your spouse suffer and yeah. fall apart. And it's not to say that one is any harder than the other. Of course, I, I often have said, I think it would be harder the other way. Um, mm-hmm. But then again, I had a year of hell, uh, yep. absolute hell, trying to fight for her. And um, so, you know, it, it just it just doesn't matter because our outcomes are the same. Mm-hmm. We are widowed. Yep. We lost the loves that we had. And the advice still remains, though, is the point I'm getting at, is that you are trying to move forward every day. And mm-hmm it's baby steps is the key in the beginning is baby Baby steps, steps. little tiny things. Um, anything you can do makes you feel proud of yourself. Yeah. Um, that you accomplish something, whether it's getting the mail, um, whatever, whatever it might be. I remember in the beginning, like, Oh gosh. And taking care of two little kids while I'm trying to grieve mourn the loss of my wife was insanity and trying to pretend that everything was okay in some fashion to them. I'm so sorry. I'm muting this. I keep forgetting um, to pretend like everything is okay. Um, 
to some degree. I now I never ignored it. I never, you know, hid my pain from them, but I wanted them to feel normal. And gosh, why is this so hard to mute? Um, I wanted them to feel normal and, you know, that we were going to be okay. Cause mm -hmm. they look to me for leadership. They look to right. me for guidance and I wanted to guide them through grief and not just, right. but how, you know, that's so challenging because you yeah. yourself are like not feeling like, oh, yeah. you know, I remember having this feeling like I don't even care. Like, I don't care about anything anymore, you know, yeah. for yeah. a short while. That's how it felt. And um, but, you know, we're still we're trying to make progress. And then you get to a point, though. So let's fast forward out, say, six months. Mm -hmm. Then you get to a point where you're actually you've. um you've understood you, you, you understand what has happened. You accept it. Yeah. Now you're trying to move forward. And this is kind of the stuff that we're talking about now is because there's, you know, there's applications in the beginning to moving forward. Yeah. But there's also applications where we're at now, or even, you know, where we were at at six months is that, you know, now you're taking bigger steps. Yeah. You know, you're take you're you're making bigger steps forward. And um, the point is though, is whether you're crawling, whether you're you know laying prone and crawling, or whether you're up on your knees and crawling, or whether you're up on your feet and walking slow, whether you're running, you're moving forward. Yes. And that is the important thing that we're trying to get across is that as long as you're constantly in a state of moving forward, yes, um, you will get to a place of where I feel like Michelle and I are at now, yeah. where we have accepted it. It's our reality. We love them. We cherish the memories, but we're not stuck in this, this place of despair. And so hopefully for some of you that are at where we're at, you understand what we're saying. And this is helpful um, and encouraging. And if you're in the beginning, I, it's really important that I, I hope that this is helpful for you to know that any little thing you do um, that's moving forward is a positive step, whether mm -hmm. it feels like it or not. Um, because, you know, they, they say like in a, oh, what book was it? Um, I don't know. It was one of those like leadership books, like John Maxwell mm -hmm. or something like that. But he said, you know, you start with the small disciplines because right. that leads to the big disciplines. And so, you know, if your goal is to, um, I don't know, just for dumb example, let's say you want to start brushing your teeth three times a day. Mm -hmm. Well, that's kind of easy to conquer, you know, that, yeah. but, but when you get good at that and you just are constantly giving yourself goals and constantly completing them, then all of a sudden a year from now you're completing big goals, you yeah. know? And so it's just a constant state of moving forward. Oh, that's good because there's actually something in your brain. I've heard it before. Like when you accomplish something that it makes you more likely to try again. But if you keep setting big goals and you fail, then you don't want to do it. And that's why it's important. Right. Like even like, so every day I write out things I need to do. I highlight the ones that are most important and then I cross them off, you know, and like, it just feels so good to cross something off and like, I accomplished something so I can look at my day and be like, I got some stuff done, you know, so, so then I can feel like I can move forward and do more. So Anyways, I think this has been great to get to talk to everybody about the difference. Let's no longer call it moving on. You know, let's educate people. It's moving forward. Um, is there anything else you want to say on this subject? Um, well, the one thing I wanted to say was, first of all, it was such a blessing to interview Dwayne. 
yes, last week. Yes, that was so awesome. I, that just blessed my heart so much. But I wanted to say that um, this is kind of the stuff he was talking about when when uh, I said I haven't even made my bed. Oh, and he yeah. said, that's supposed to be the first thing you do when I you know. wake up in the I've morning. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> that's what that's what he's talking about is because like yeah. in any book of success or anything like that, they're going to tell you, um, start your day with progress, like make mm-hmm. your bed in the morning. It should be the first thing you do every day. And you're already moving in the right direction. You get out of bed, you make your bed, and it gives you a sense of accomplishment first thing in the morning. Uh, it might not be making the bed for you, but um, maybe reading the verse of the day in your Bible or reading yeah. a chapter in your Bible, if you're feeling, um, you know, like you can get that done. Um, anything like that. So yeah, no, I just, I just wanted to uh, just kind of add that, that I, I think that it is important to make really small steps if you're mm-hmm. not feeling like making big steps, but anything you do, it can be good, good progress. Um, so, yeah, no, I think this is, it's I think good. this is good. And I agree with you that we should, because it's, it's also a refocusing of your mind. It's yep. not just changing the vocabulary. It's, it's a refocus of your mind that you're like, you know what? I'm not moving on. I'm right. moving forward because I didn't ask for this. I would still, <laughs> I would still be loving and adoring Lacey every single day. Right. I didn't ask for this. I didn't want this. I didn't choose this, but this is, this is where I'm at. And mm-hmm. I'm going to move forward in life and mm-hmm. it might take me longer. It might take me longer to be ready to be in a relationship, you know, with mm-hmm. the night than I thought or whatever, mm-hmm. but you live, you learn. This isn't something I've been through before. This isn't something you've been through before. Um, you know, we're learning too. We're learning mm-hmm. all the time. So there's a song. I missed you it. Which live, one? You learn, you know, that's, oh song? my gosh. Yes. Wait, you live, you learn. Cry. no, wait. We, we have to, to get this one. I mean, you were saying, I'm like, oh, it's a song. Yeah, oh my gosh. I know. I, it's like. You live. I know I didn't do it justice. We're going to find it. Okay. You live. You learn. You. Um, I'm right. looking at it. <laughs> we're going to find it. We always have a song and we have to figure out um, what this I, and is. And I feel like. Oh, yeah, I got it. I know I got it. it. I know it. I just you can't want me to tell it. you. Yeah. Yeah. Alanis Morissette. You learn. That's oh. what it's called. You know, we were so close. Anyways, when you were saying you live, you learn. Um, remember this? Yeah. We can't play too much because we're not supposed to. Oh, really? Then, yeah, because then you have to blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Oh, copyright infringement. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, you live, you learn. Boom. Mm-hmm. We had to include that song. So, isn't that ironic? don't you think think? a little too (laughs) ironic it's like rain on your wedding day come on give me another one you got to know the next one well it's kind of like ten thousand spoons when really all you need is a knife it's like meeting the man of your dreams and then meeting his beautiful wife (laughs) we're such (laughs) dorks you know you guys are seeing it out there we were just saying it though but what else that's funny it's it's a little ironic. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do love that song. You Ooh, waited right? your whole life just to take that flight. And That's plane, terrible. The, <laughs> plane, no, I don't like playing crash songs. I know. I My know. boyfriend's a pilot. It, I was just trying to think of more <laughs> lyrics that just blurted out. And what was okay? She had another real popular song. Um, oh, you know, you already said ironic, which was a different mm-hmm. one. I'm gonna I'm gonna help. Let's see. 
Atlantis, Morse, what is it, what is it? Okay. <laughs> I can only think of one lyric from the song I'm thinking of, but I don't want to repeat it. Hand in my pocket? Oh, okay, I knew that you, one. Oh, you ought to know. Yeah. I know yes. what you're saying, what hand scratches <laughs> down your back, that one, that one? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm just, no. You mentioned it on this podcast. Uh, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, uh, on that times. note, Mark, would you like to like crave everybody? That'd be awesome. Yeah, that's great timing. <laughs> good timing. Good times. Okay. <laughs> Lord, I thank you so much for just the constant blessings you pour on us. I, I thank you that you walk through um, challenging times with us. It's, it's a blessing that we sometimes can't see, even though you're always there. And um, I just thank you for that. And I, I thank you. And I ask you for the ability for ourselves and all of our listeners to be able to move forward in life. And I pray that you'd give us the gift to be able to do that. I also pray that you would remind us and show us and really shed light on what it means to have salvation through Jesus Christ and how powerful that is and how meaningful and how beautiful you're a good, good father. And I thank you for all of our listeners. And I pray mm-hmm. for their hearts. I pray for any difficulties people are having grieving. I pray for any financial situations that people are having. Um, I just pray that you would lighten the burden in some way, shape or form, and that you would smile upon us. And I ask all these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks everybody for joining us today. If you like this podcast, you know, we don't have commercials and all that stuff. So we don't really ask for anything. But if you want to give us a little bing five stars, we'd love it. Holla. <laughs> Holla. Or a little like review, you know, so we can help get the word out to other widows. And you can join our Facebook group. It is growing like crazy. Our Facebook page. It's growing like crazy, which is awesome. Awesome. We've had a lot of interaction. You know, you can ask for prayer there. Um, you can meet other widows. So come find us on Facebook, Instagram. There's links. Or below. widowers. Yes, you know I mean that. Whatever people say, I'm like, we mean widowers as well. Those without saying, I'm sorry. I know that's not fair. I'm widowers, just teasing. I know. Widowers we don't care. Well. We're men. Okay, good. You don't have to be specific about the title. No, Anyways, we know you're talking to us. I forgot what I was saying now. You know, all the things. Being five star. Us, being Facebook five star, page. Instagram. YouTube, which are we are going to get more videos there, but we have like 35 subscribers in like six months. Dang, we are rapid growth there. Yeah, I think we're going to get our gold plaque soon. Um, you can always follow me at TikTok at Widow Goals. Do and it if you would like to be a guest. Oh, if you have requested to be a guest and we haven't gotten back to it, we will promise. Sometimes life gets sidetracked and all that, but we will. Yes, get back Mark's to you. moving right now and it's literally causing a lot of slowdown for Widow Too Soon. Yeah, it's also, I didn't do it. So I will get back to you. We will get back to you if we have not. Um, we'd love to have you as a guest. My point was if there's people who want to be guests, you have a story you want to share, we would love to hear from you. Just email us at widowedtoosoonm at gmail.com and we would love to talk to you about the possibility about you being a guest. So. I had one more thought. Oh, go ahead. Have a thought. If anybody has an idea for a topic you'd like us to cover, oh, that's good. Just message us on Facebook or our, you know, 
email or whatever. Yeah. Um, just something that you'd like to hear us talk about. And then maybe we could research it and do a, um, an episode on what you'd like to hear. We're now taking requests. We are. To soon <laughs> FM. Perfect. Yes. We would love to hear what you want to hear more of. Um, we got some, we got some good ideas coming down the pipeline. We're going to have a special guest coming up soon. I think it's going to be good stuff. I think it's mm-hmm. good stuff good stuff so anyways thanks everybody for joining us it'll talk to you later bye god bless